0: has gone a little under the radar that the biggest club in the country across the road from where I'm sitting here at Olympic Boulevard, Collingwood, are without a captain. And what an important transition it is from one of the best ever captains that the game will see in Scott Pendlebury. Who will it be next? And the options are very, very different. I want to know what Collingwood fans think, but uh, the man who's been following them around down to their pre-season training camp in Lawn is the Channel 7 newsbreaker extraordinaire, Mitch Cleary, who is about to present his story on the 7 network, and he joins me live on Wide World of Sports.
1: Mitch, welcome. Good evening, Sam. Coming to you from the Lawn foreshore this evening. Good evening. What is is happening down there? The Pies have hit Lawn, Great Ocean Road, for their three-day training camp, hiking, golfing, surfing, and a bit of footy thrown in there as well. So uh, they're going to spend the next three nights down here Uh, before Australia Day, just to uh, get a little bit of team bonding and and training in, uh, as well as the water, um, before the start of the season. I think part of their thinking is it's a good time to get out of the Melbourne Park Precinct, obviously across road as you mentioned, from the tennis style at all. yeah, Hustle and bustle, so a good chance to uh, spread their wings and and come down the coast.
0: And do you think, Mitch, after the three-day training camp, they'll decide the new captain?
1: I think we'll know the captain in the next few weeks for sure. Uh, Darcy Moore is at the front of that queue. Right now, he received the second-most vote for the skipper last year behind Scott Pendlebury, and we know Scott mm. Pendlebury has handed the reins over after nine years. So he's no doubt the captain right now, Darcy Moore, and um, he spoke today and said he's ready to go for round one and wants to put his hand up, even after his bone infection landed him in hospital before Christmas. So that's great news for Pies fans. The other contenders, as you mentioned, Taylor Adams, probably for the best part of three or four years, was seen as Scott Pendlebury's most likely successor, but Moore has probably jumped ahead of him in terms of the the outside uh, perspective. And then you've got others sort of in that conversation, Jack Crisp, Braden Maynard is a bit of a smoky, and Jeremy Howe can't be forgotten as well.
0: They just couldn't be more different as potential yeah. captains, Mitch. And, and I guess that's a real positive for you know a club like Collingwood. I mean, Darcy Moore strikes me as someone that would be great for the game to see as a captain, because I just think he would be very different at it and he would, he would take it in a, in a new direction. And I think he'd be a voice for so many other things that we haven't necessarily thought of. And when he talks about, you know, issues with the AFL Players Association, I think he's all, always so eloquent yeah. and thoughtful. And yet, for some reason, it feels like Taylor Adams, from a Collingwood perspective, is the safer option transitionally.
1: Yeah, and he's an on-field captain. Taylor Adams probably the, the bullet-a-gate type skipper that leads by example and, and throws his head over the footy. As you mentioned, Darcy Moore, probably the deeper thinker uh, of the group and he's happy to share his opinions and thoughts even at today's press conference just, just chatting to him you know off camera he wants to be the one that it doesn't just give that generic run-of-the-mill answer he wants to be the one um, providing a different perspective on footy as you mentioned so that is a fantastic side of Darcy Moore and then there's Braden Maynard who Pies fans have fallen in love with in the last three or four years and, and off his all-Australian seasons can't be forgotten if I, I honestly I think if, if Jeremy Howe wasn't 33 turning 34 he would be a really strong contender. They love him yep. at the Pies. I think he's the internal, I guess, favourite, if, if, if you like. He's the one that sort of binds them together. He's been massive to Jordan DeGoey's mentorship in sort of keeping him uh, on the straight and narrow at times at the Pies. So if he wasn't, if he was probably two or three years younger, I reckon we'd be talking about Jeremy Howe in a much stronger conversation as well. Do they rise or slide with the ladder this year, the Pies, do you think? Oh, That's a great question. They have got stronger in the off-season, so I guess looking at their trade period, they go and add Tom Mitchell, which in Craig McRae's words, was their biggest need in terms of a centre-bounce midfielder, someone who can allow Scott Pendlebury to play more at half-back. It's easy to forget, but Pendle's probably played as a pure midfielder in the last 10 weeks of the year when they had designs on him playing as a half-back. Nick Dacos is going to get better. They've gone and addressed the need at, at full-back with Billy Frampton. Uh, Bobby Hill has a different dimension in attack, and then Dan McStay is on a nice hefty contract uh, and we will provide a chop-out for Brodie Mychek. So on paper, uh, they look better, but you can't forget that the teams that sort of around the mark last year, like a Richmond, uh, played finals and missed out. The Bulldogs with thereabouts as well. They're only going to get stronger as well. So it's a really fascinating watch with Collingwood. Mitch,
0: you broke the news first on Channel 7 a couple of weeks ago about um, Craig Kelly, often known to us uh, and in football circles, Ned Kelly, the Collingwood Premiership player, who, is of course, now as a son at the club, uh, will be the new chief executive of Collingwood. It's a massive story. Do we have any update on that? And when are we expecting an announcement from the Pies?
1: No formal announcement yet. I'm expecting something in the next two or three weeks. I think given his connections at TLA, essentially running that business um, for, for such a long time now, it's it's a little bit delicate in terms of finishing up there, handing the reins over, and starting at Collingwood. But he was the one that the new president Jeff Brown targeted, and, and he has got that role as as the new chief executive officer. Um, we've seen other president, other, other CEOs do it. Justin Reeves at Hawthorne, with his start on the list. I don't think that will be much of a stumbling block with Will on the list at the Pies. But he adds a, a strong footy sense, and they've also gone and added commercially with the old, I guess uh, your old boss and my old boss at Channel Nine. Sam, Ian Patterson, uh, who was yep. a, a long-time managing director of, uh, of Channel 9 Melbourne in terms of a commercial sense. So they've uh, got their ducks in a row off-field. Now it's about seeing what they can do on-field.
0: I've just, got to be honest with you, Mitch. i just got a feeling about the pies. Now, take away however they go on the field this year. But in the, in the long term, and you know, Alistair Clarkson always used to talk about the pillars of a club. So this footy club is getting back to, I think, the strength that it once was in the 90s. And and, and that is, you've got Jeff Brown at the helm. You know, you've now got... Craig Kelly, who is a, a, not only a, a savvy businessman but also a, a ruthless one, and, and his football knowledge is acute. Coming in as CEO, Graham Wright, as you know, basically yep. running that football department, is one of the great list managers that we've seen. And now Ian Patterson. It's if, you, if I'm another club looking at that off-field lineup, it's
1: pretty ominous. It is very ominous, and they couldn't have been happy with Craig McRae as the other pillar of that as uh, yep. head coach as well. So. Graham Ryan has, has taken over as acting CEO in the last couple of months been, since Mark Anderson uh, to part of the footy club. But, yeah, it is strong. And, and I think the pie is a big part of what they're looking to do. Obviously, footy is, is a priority in winning flags, but they're trying to flex their muscle off-field when it comes to the commercial sense. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a massive brand, as you mentioned, along with Richmond. West Coast is probably the biggest clubs in Australia. Um, you know, is it time for them to, to try and flex their muscle and, and make a bit more cash? Uh, maybe that's what they're looking at with all these uh, off-field appointments as well.
0: Now, before you go, we know you work very hard in in breaking news, but if you're on a three-night training camp down at Lawn, I would set the over-unders of how many nights you spend at the Lawn Hotel at three.
1: Yeah, it's it's close to that. Unfortunately, I don't get to stay down here. The Pies haven't put me up for the uh, for the three nights. They've got oh, their own... You're kidding. ...for probably close to five-star accommodation down here. I might have uh, a little pop into the, the Lawn Hotel before I depart, but... Uh, It is a beautiful spot down here, Sam. Probably the the preferred uh, coast of Victoria, if I I say so quietly.
0: (laughs) Don't upset too many of our listeners. Mitch, thanks (laughs) for coming on. Looking forward to seeing some of your breaking news on 7. Thanks, Sam.